0: Crystal Deal With It focuses on bridging the gap between where you're at now and where you'd like to be. We'll explore wisdom and techniques from a wide variety of domains and industries and apply them to your unique challenges. I love developing frameworks, processes, and storytelling metaphors that enable personal and business growth. Through actionable next steps, we'll build momentum and confidence. My goal is to help you clear roadblocks, do more with what you have, and realize the potential of yourself and your team. So throw your challenges my way and Crystal Deal With It. First, an AI statement, that all elements of this episode are products of the author, Chris Kreuter, and made without the use of any AI tools. This is part 5 of our Summer Principles series. This episode can be listened to by itself, but for greater context, refer back to the intro episode number 32. Note that the principles in this series are what work for me. They allow me to thrive and live my values as best I can. I'm not advocating the adoption of my specific set of principles. Rather, I'm attempting to showcase the power of principles by providing more context on how they can be defined, codified, and embedded into the thoughts and actions of our lives. Let's dig into principle number five find solitude to think deeply. Where does this principle come from? As I've said throughout this series, principles are aspirational, especially this one, as it's the hardest to accomplish in our current times. We're bombarded by information, opportunity, and triggers for our attention. Most pernicious of all is the microscope of social media that we use to display our lives and compare it against the curated highlights of others. We live in an era of experts who are just a click away, there to astound us with their skill and experience. So this principle is intended to be a reminder that we need to break that cycle of constant bombardment. Why? Because to live deeply, we need to think deeply. Do you have a desire to stand out, be known for something? Is there a sense of uniqueness lacking in your life? Are you giving into the fear of missing out by regularly scrolling, subscribing, watching, participating? So to think deeply is to strip away that outside world and go inside what's between the years. These depths can be scary, revealing the processes of our thoughts and making new connections between them. It's always a personalized trip. The sightseeing are unique to your memories, sensibilities, and the intention of the guide. Like any vacation from our regular lives, it usually takes some time to get comfortable and relax into that experience. What you realize during those journeys can feel risky, dangerous to pursue, because we might change our opinions, our tasks, how we spend our time, the very direction of our lives. So why is all this important? The importance of solitude is simple. It gives ourselves the opportunity to think and feel deeply. Stepping out of the pace of modern life can be unsettling. Pause for a moment. Ponder all that's happening in and around you. All of your commitments, tasks to be done, the media you're enjoying, your aspirations, your relationships. Consider how quickly time and information are flowing past, much of it briefly considered or reacted to earnestly but quickly, before the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. Now consider the scope of everything else occurring in this moment, across an entire universe that's truly incalculable in scope, a near infinite amount of everything. So what is this moment? Who are you within all that? We get closer to understanding it by going deeper into ourselves rather than trying to grasp the entire universe. So solitude is important because it provides an intentional break from routine. And solitude doesn't just mean being away from other people. It means being away from responsibilities, tasks, media, and work. Or to put it another way, the thoughts of other people. It really just means you being there, mind, body, and spirit alone with each other considering things. And you thought holidays of the in-laws were tough. So an aside here that deep thinking is critical to doing our best work. So the practice of creating solitude to do what's important both professionally and personally is worth considering here. Any of us can easily justify reasons to not gift ourselves solitude. There are so many legitimate things that need doing. But regardless of the excuses to not gift ourselves solitude, it makes it no less important. We need to carve out time for it and seize opportunities to enjoy it when they come. So how does living this principle impact myself and others? When data, ideas, imagery, etc. are being actively input or output, it's not being processed. Processing takes time and resources, and the more of those resources you make available, the deeper and more complex analyses that become possible. It allows us to create more meaningful ideas, art, products, and more we can better see the nuance underlying issues and the interconnectedness of all things. With that clearer vision, we can see further and deeper, providing better waypoints for our journey and for others. Deep thoughts can persist in our minds, worked on during shorter bursts as life allows. But those moments have to be sought, embraced, and made purposeful. It is kind of a shame to let many opportunities be wasted on more shallower pursuits. When we do travel into those depths of ourselves, it's important to bring our findings back up with us, act on the truths that are discovered in accordance with who we aspire to be. It's often difficult to connect our depths to the realities of our external lives, yet with patience, practice, and focused intention, we'll build a sturdier tether between these worlds. So what does living this principle look like in action? Not all deep thought requires a weekend monastic retreat or a solo camping trip to sort through important questions. Depth can be found in a morning cup of tea sipped beneath wind-rustled trees. It can be found on a lunchtime walk with a silenced cell phone, carving out early mornings of quiet when much of the world is still asleep. Not all deep thought happens in complete physical solitude either. Depth can be found in a busy cafe engaged in quiet observation, taking the time to truly see others the interactions and tasks that are a product of our society and reflecting on what it means for us. And putting this principle into action looks a lot like preparation. It's training ourselves for deep thought and being in solitude, figuring out what helps us ease into those journeys, what helps break us from the pattern of modern life most effectively. Many of us need to build practices and mental models that are going to allow us to transcend the limits of ourselves as we currently perceive them. And it can also take the form of finding guides who can help bring us along from the start of our journey or deal with issues that are blocking those journeys. And I'll go into this more deeply in the next principle of not being afraid to ask for help. Today's quote is one of my all-time favorites and it comes from The Simple Life by Charles Wagner. What is a good lamp? It is not the most elaborate, the finest wrought, that of the most precious metal. A good lamp is a lamp that gives good light. And with that, have a great day. If you feel that Chris dealt with it, I'd appreciate your support of the show by sharing it with someone who might benefit. Ratings on your favorite podcast player are also helpful in growing the audience. Visit chriskreuter.com for free downloadable PDFs with notes and resources from today's episode. Sign up for the CDWI mailing list or to send in your problems or requests for future shows. That's com, or use the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to Chris will Deal With It.